Welcome to Inside the Honors College, where we believe that wisdom and virtue is found when we learn together. Join us as we take an inside look at a community dedicated to educating the next generation of disciples and scholars. I'm Taina Esteves. And I'm Curtis Isozaki. And a special shout out to our previous co-host, Ellie Overman. Ellie, you are loved and missed, but in your presence, we have the great, as he mentioned, Curtis Isozaki. Curtis, how you feeling? Man, I'm feeling good. It's such an honor to be here. I miss Ellie so, so much. Mm-hmm. Uh, you two are legends. <laughs> you and Ellie. That's an honor. Some of my favorite people. It's been a joy getting to know y'all over the last few years. And it's so nostalgic to look back to season one of the podcast and our dear friends during that time and even to this day. Absolutely. Well, speaking of joy, we're going to get into our final episode of season one with Hannah. She was saying some beautiful things. Curtis, were there any highlights specifically from this episode that you kind of want to point our audience to? You know, there was something that she said as she was talking about just the challenging text that we read and the, the hope and, and heart that colloquy is a safe place and so many different approaches that people take when it comes to approaching these books and the reality that man we we really do as a community wrestle with the text together but we engage with the posture of trusting the process and i love this quote that she shared um, that Mosier, Dr. Mosier had shared with her as just some encouragement that you have to wrestle with the text until it blesses you like Jacob wrestling with God. I mean, that was such a powerful statement and mm-hmm. looking back to that season of our life together and also just what was going on during that time. Absolutely. Well, not wanting to spoil too much for our audience. So without further ado, let's get right into it. Oh my goodness. Hi, friend. It's so good to see you. Hi, Ellie. So good to see you. Ah, I'm so excited to have you on today. Me too. My, my icebreaker question for you is, what is your favorite thing about springtime? Okay. So I'm from the Midwest. So the spring, there's actually a seasonal change, unlike in California. And so I am super excited not to have to use my little happy light to mimic sunlight anymore when I'm doing my homework. And I'm going to actually get to sit outside and be on my hammock and read my honors texts in the sunshine. I'm super pumped for that. It just makes everything more fun. I love that. Wait, can you tell us more about the happy light for those who aren't familiar? What is that? (laughs) It is like a little box that gives a super, super bright light. And it's supposed to mimic sunlight so that if it's cold and dark outside in the winter, it mimics the sunlight. So it tricks your brain almost into thinking it's in the sun and producing like happy chemicals. So it just makes me feel happier when it's really dark outside all the time in the winter. Whoa, that's brilliant. And hopefully not something you'll need to bring to California. Is that right? Or are you going to bring it anywhere? Happy light is staying in Illinois, hopefully. (laughs) I'm so excited. Okay, so let's get right into your honors story. So how did you hear about the Honors College and why did you decide to be a part of it? So I had applied to APU kind of on a whim. There was a girl I knew from my high school who went there and I was like, she just looks like she's living her best life. It looks so fun in California. I'm just going to apply. And I hadn't really thought too much about it. Um, And then when I went to go visit, Curtis was super excited about everything and was like, you should join the Honors College. It's going to be so great. And at the time, I had thought I wanted to double major in biochemistry and Spanish. And I was thinking there's no way I'm going to be able to do all three of those things um, if honors is in the mix. But Curtis was so nice and so enthusiastic and so sweet. He would always call me and just encourage me and check in on how I was doing. And I decided, you know what, I'm going to give it a try just for one semester for Curtis because he's so nice. 
And I ended up loving it. It was just kind of a trial run, but now it's another major and I love it. It's been so great. The community has been awesome. And I feel like I've learned and grown a lot, which has been super cool, even online. Like we just do such a good job. I feel like I've had a really positive experience, even over Zoom. Wow. I love that. Big, big shout out to Curtis. I know he'll be listening and editing this later. He's the greatest ever. Okay. So now that you've been at APU for almost a year now, how have you been challenged through your experiences and how have you grown as a disciple and a scholar through those experiences? I feel like I've just been exposed to so many more viewpoints. Um, The Honors College is all about reading those older texts. So I've definitely been exposed to those older viewpoints. And um, seeing how they point to Christianity for me has been super cool. Um, Even though a lot of them do have some problematic elements, there are always little nuggets of truth in them. And so learning to be sympathetic to the authors and really try and meet them on their own terms has been really cool for me and cool how much I've learned about my faith through that. Like, for example, Aristotle talks about wanting to hit the mean. And he basically at the end of one chapter says, but it's okay if you don't hit the mean, because like, as long as it's close enough, that's good enough. Humans can't really hit the mean. And I was just thinking this so obviously points to our need for Christ. Like, I don't want to live in a world where everyone is just scraping by sort of hitting the target, but not really. Jesus just fulfills all of that and makes it perfect. And I just thought that was so cool. Like Aristotle was sort of on the right track, but he just didn't reach the ultimate conclusion. Um, and then also just having different people from different parts of the country and different faith backgrounds and religious backgrounds has been super, super cool. In colloquy, it's such a safe space to kind of talk about all of those things and examine like, oh, we read the same book, but we have totally different takeaways from it. Like how different people in their different life experiences might react to a book and being like, oh, wait, maybe the way that I thought isn't necessarily the right way. Like there's a lot of ambiguity And I think learning that and being exposed to all of those different things has been super cool. Sorry, I feel like that was super vague, but (laughs) I I just love it. Super, super encouraging and cool to hear. Can you tell us a little bit more? You mentioned that like you've had to struggle and pick out nuggets of truth from some of these texts. Could you elaborate a little bit more on that for us and what that's looked like? Yeah, this is a shout out to Dr. Mosier. He was talking about Jacob and in the Bible saying you have to wrestle with the text until it blesses you. Like how Jacob wrestled with God until God blessed him. That's really set up how I think I've read a lot of the texts, both the Bible and totally secular texts, like for the Bible, thinking about like genocide in the old Testament, like, what does this mean? Do I want to worship a God who just calls his people to just slaughter all of these people groups? Like that just seems wrong and kind of learning different ways to interpret that instead of just kind of sweeping it on the, under the rug, which is kind of, what I always did. I was always like, well, God is good. Like, I guess I'll never understand taking time to kind of have those hard conversations and come to conclusions about what I think God was trying to communicate in those books and how it relates to my life now has been super, super interesting. And it's been really cool to have a space to have those hard conversations, even if they're kind of messy and it's a little bit controversial. It's been really, really good. Yeah, I love that. I think the Honors College is so good at providing that safety and also like at the same time calling us into that discomfort. It it kind of does both at the same time of like you're safe because you have friends and teachers and mentors you're doing this alongside, but also like let's push you into some of these uncomfortable conversations. And I think that has just been such a gift to me and it sounds like to you as well. Okay, so 
now that you've kind of learned from your experiences in the honors college a whole year, which is crazy. If you were talking to a prospective student, what is one piece of advice you would give them? I think I would tell them just to really enjoy it. Um, the college decision process is super scary and there's a lot of unknowns when you're right in the middle of it. But I remember just praying and being like, God, make it clear where you want me to go. Like, leave me with no other reasonable options. Like, show me exactly where you want to go. Um, an APU, I did not expect to be at APU senior year. It was like sort of on my radar, but not really until I visited and visited and met people. Um, and I think it's just so cool how God is faithful in hindsight to lead me to exactly where I need to be, which I think APU is exactly where God wanted me to be. So to people who are thinking about applying to APU, um, just be in communication with God, tell him your, your heart, and he will lead you to a really cool place. Maybe it'll be APU. Um, and at APU really just taking advantage of the cool learning opportunities that you have. It's so easy just to spark note the books and be private chatting people on colloquy or texting or all that stuff. But I think college is a super special time to get to learn and to get to grow and examine new ways of thinking. And I think you're cheating yourself out of that if you don't really take the time to do things well. So I would just encourage people to really take advantage of all the cool books that the Honors College has you read and the lectures and the people really be present in those conversations and in those moments of learning, because I know it's definitely shaped the way I see the world. And I've only been on Zoom for a year. I can only imagine how much more in the next three years, hopefully God willing in person. So yeah. I love that. Could you talk to us just a little bit more about, you talked about like God affirming, like this is where he wanted you and like those kind of little things that affirmed that for you. What were those? I'm, I'm just thinking if I was a prospective student and someone was like, God told me, I'd be like, okay, but what do you mean by that, Hannah? So what do you, what do you mean by that? Yeah, I will actually on the plane ride to APU while I was sitting at the airport, I was looking at roommates on Facebook for a different school which is like so funny to look back in hindsight. Cause I'm like, no, I was so obviously was meant to be at APU, but I remember scrolling through and I couldn't find anyone who I was like, they look like someone I would really like to be friends with. Like it just didn't feel right. And then I got to APU and like right off the bat, I met all these people who were so kind and so energetic and so caring towards me and making me feel like wanted at APU professors and stuff were making me feel like they had a place for me and they desired for me to be there. And they desired to kind of come alongside me and help me grow and then the students too. I met, I mean, my current roommate who hopefully I'll be living with next year, I met her and right off the bat, we clicked and um, just getting to have real conversations about what was going on in our lives right off the bat. I was like, I can't believe I just met these people 24 hours ago. And I'm like sharing my life story and they're like, not hating me. Like we're just kind of growing and like talking together. And I think that just talks like shows what a special place Azusa is that everyone is so kind and so caring. I just had not gotten that. I hate to say the word vibe. I feel like that's weird, but I, the vibe, I hadn't gotten that vibe at any other schools. And then also just the fact that you're able to do academics in a Christian environment. I don't think I understood the value of that until I was at APU. APU was the only Christian school I applied to. And I wasn't really expecting to be at a Christian school, but in hindsight, it is so what I needed this year is to be able to, um, talk about those philosophies and talk about the different hard questions from a religious standpoint is so important. Um, cause I feel like it can go both ways. You can kind of squash the secular and overemphasize the religious. And I don't think the honors college does that at all. I think it gives the secular perspectives their fair moment to 
speak wisdom into our lives. But I also like that it critiques them from a religious standpoint and kind of redirects some of their wisdom towards Jesus. And I just think that's really beautiful. The way that those are able to mix and both are able to teach us something I think has been super cool. And like those questions of like, do I want to follow a God who promotes genocide or just like questions of mental health, questions of friendship, having professors who are theologians and who that's kind of their area of expertise is such a good resource to have during a formative four years of your life. And I don't think... It, it would have been, I, th- I think I could have gotten those resources at some schools, but I don't think they would have been as accessible as they are at APU. Like they definitely just seek you out and um, it's not hard to get plugged in and to get help as you're wrestling with these questions, which has been super, super has, has been cool and has also been a blessing to me too. Yeah, I'm so glad to hear that. And so encouraged that your story is one that's kind of characterized by connection with different people. That just brought me a lot of joy to hear. Well, thank you so much for coming on and sharing with us your story and your wisdom. I just, I'm really grateful for you. Thank you. I'm so grateful for you, Ellie. Thank you for doing this podcast. What a beautiful finale for our first season of Inside the Honors College. Hannah was such a pleasure to talk to and get to listen to her story. Uh, it was such an honor getting to hear about kind of the emphasis on community and importance of friendship and, and her decision-making process. And having her here has been such a joy. So I'm so glad that having people in her life to be able to get APU on her radar in the first place was something that could happen for her, for sure. And I totally laughed when she said that she wasn't going to apply to the Honors College, but Curtis is so nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> nice. I'm going to try it. Of How many course. of y'all listening had that same sentiment? How many know. people got calls from Curtis, <laughs> texts from Curtis, another call from Curtis? Hey, <laughs> Taina, the Honors College staff team, Delaney, they're making a lot of calls. So shout out to the Dean's cast. <laughs> the honest college staff, really our entire community faculty who journey alongside our community throughout mm-hmm. the college decision making process. Such a huge fan of them. You know, y'all, the heart of inside the honors college really so that you can take an inside look at just the journey of our community. And, you know, we know that right now is the overall college decision making process for many leading up to May 1st, the National Candidates Decision Deadline. And so we have some bonus episodes. Um, that we're planning on rolling Mm -hmm. out every week in um, April. And so stay tuned for those. We're going to be taking an inside look at some of the admissions panels. We have some parent panels. We have some student panels. And so we're going to be taking it back to those panels. And I hope that y'all are able to find some various nuggets that um, are one, nostalgic, but also are helping you throughout that process. Absolutely. And on that note, thank you so much, guys, for joining with us in our first season. Stay tuned for season two. And thanks so much for taking an inside look at a community dedicated to educating the next generation of disciples and scholars. We'll see you next time on Inside the Honors College.